0: Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about when can you leave your job. So I've gotten hit up a few times recently, people asking me like, hey, you're an entrepreneur, you know, when can I leave my job? You know, there's a lot floating around the internet, uh, just about, you know, entrepreneurship and going out on your own. And, you know, while we're total advocates of, you know, really the, the solopreneur, entrepreneur lifestyle, you know, it, it has its challenges. And I think a lot of people out there, I'm seeing some people quit their jobs a little bit too quickly or go out on their own a little bit too quickly. So we wanted to share really some guidelines for when, you know, might be the right time to leave your job and what that means from a money standpoint. So I'll, I'll share my uh, viewpoint quickly here. I think you should not quit your job job unless a few base conditions are being met the first one is that you have at least six months of living expenses saved up six to 12 months is ideal but at least six you know it's gonna take some time to find your footing most businesses fail. Um, the great thing about being a solopreneur is oftentimes, you know, if you're not trying to scale, then you're just making the money for yourself. So you probably need a little less, but have at least six months of expenses. And the other point is, I think you need an income uh, bearing asset, uh, whether it's a side hustle um, or a consistent income stream of at least $1,000 a month. So it's really, really difficult. And your, uh, you know, your, your chance of failing increases, I think, probably exponentially if you don't have at least some form of consistent income. So if you're making the jump and you have a blog and it's making no money, um, you know, that's, that's I think the odds are stacked, you know, stacked against you. But if you have a consistent stream um, that at least you can fall back on to cover, you know, your bare necessities, your food, your shelter, you know, if you're making $1,000 a month, you can... In most places in the United States, at least find a place you know to sublet and crash for four or five hundred dollars a month and cover your food. It's the bare necessities. So that uh, you know that that from a financial perspective is I think what you need. What What about you, Matt? What What do you need and you know to, to actually quit your job?
1: Yeah, no, I, I I'm I'm on board with that. I think that agrees a lot. You know, in terms of if you have six months of expenses, a business already there, you can really grow it over those six months. You know, hopefully be you know up to you know a couple, three, four, five grand at the. At, you know within a couple months uh, the one extra thing I'll add to like you know the big part of leaving your job would be just the confidence factor over can you deliver on that whatever it might be that hundred dollars a month or a thousand dollars a month or ten thousand dollars a month is that a you know was that a fluke or or are you consistent with delivering the value and the you know being on message and being in tune with your audience so you know or or, or you know whatever that product or service is that you're selling um, and then the last thing I would just add in here too is you know I would say you gotta go all in. It's kinda like burning the boats. You gotta be committed. But, you know, that's easier said than done. So I would say maybe just take a moment and have a plan B in place. So whether that be just, you know, hey, I'm gonna be I'm gonna take this chance for the next six months. If it doesn't if it doesn't work out, I'm gonna, you know, learn an immense amount. And I'm going to take that knowledge to the next thing I'm working on. Whatever that sort of positive spin is that you can, you know, put on the experience, you won't have that nagging feeling at the back of your mind eating away as you're trying to leave your job or in that environment when you're at, you know, working on your new side hustle and building it out. I think the other thing you need to take uh, in account um,
0: that the ex- the extra expenses, uh that are required in going out on your own. Maybe, you know, if you're working a nine-to-five now and you have things like health insurance and retirement benefits and other forms of, uh, you know, maybe transportation benefits and those things, you know, those benefits can really add up. Um, You know, when I'm hiring a person, I always add, you know, 25%, 30% to their salary just because it does cost, you know, my company, you know, money to hire people. And that's a benefit um, that, you know, you're going to be walking away from. So we know that healthcare costs are going up and this isn't meant to dissuade you in any way but you know it can cost three four five hundred dollars a month to maintain your health insurance coverage I think certainly a lot easier if you're under 30 to go out on your own uh, and strike strike your own claim and I think Matt made a great point make sure that your result uh, wasn't kind of a one time thing like you didn't just sell you know one client side client and then you're risking your whole future uh, on that one client you know make sure that you have a model or a business or a service that's replicatable.
1: Yeah. One last point. You know, a lot of people say, "Hey, being an entrepreneur or being self-employed is really scary." Um, but you know, look at it this way. Someone who might be self-employed might have a hundred empl- uh, clients. You know, each one paying them whatever it might be. You know, hundred or let's say a thousand dollars. But if that person has a job where he's getting a W-2 at, a, you know, let's say, $100,000 a year, he really only has one client, his employer. So the person who's on his own, it might look more risky, but really he's got 100 different sources of income. So again, he might lose half the customers, but he still has half of them there. So then you can build from there, things like that. So just keep that in mind, too, as, as you consider whether, whether or not you know, when to leave your job. Yeah, and you know, as someone
0: who's been an entrepreneur and a solopreneur uh, at different points in my career, um, it's tougher than it seems. Um, especially if you want to be an entrepreneur and you're trying to actually scale and grow a company and hire other people. Um, you know, you think it's all freedom, but just from personal experience. Uh, whenever I've had, you know, my own gig, I've always worked, you know, probably 30, 40 percent more than the traditional nine to five. I actually envy some of my friends who have nine to fives in some cases because they're able to check out and do nothing on the weekend. But, you know, I'm always on. But, you know, it's like anything, you know, comes with comes with some balance. So uh, when can you leave your job? Hopefully soon. Uh, but we hope this is helpful and we'll chat with you soon. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag MillennialMoney on Twitter or visit MillennialMoneyMinutes.com.